Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. <laughs> Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast. And I am your Slut Next Door, Miss Beatrix. And I am a phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about slutty things, kinks, fetishes, and all the secret things in your head that no one else wants to talk to you about. (laughs) So today we're doing part two of my interview with Katie Starling. If you haven't listened to part one, please go to episode two and listen. Um, She has a super interesting, captivating story about how she got started in the sex work industry. And now... In episode three, part two of Katie's Darling, we are going to talk about harm reduction, her harm reduction, harm prevention mission statement, activism and sex work. And we get to hear all about her dirty, filthy fantasies, what kind of porn she watches and some listener questions. So I wanted to mention one more thing before we got started. Did you know that the slut next door has a discord server that you can join? And we have all kinds of stuff there. We have free audios like audio porn that I myself and Katie Starling is also in that discord server. Um, But we have some free content in there. We have some filthy fun porn channels. They're the best. These guys in there just post legal porn, of course, of different fetishes within the server. And it is super hot. Let me tell you. Uh, But I also have a section for the podcast where you can ask questions for future interviews and really just interact with me and others that are following the podcast. So if you want to join, very easy. Make yourself a Discord um, account if you don't already have that. And to get to the Slut Next Door Discord server, go to Discord, that's D I S C O R D dot G G slash Slut Next Door. Hope to see you there. Enjoy my conversation with Katie Starling. So harm reduction. What? So if for some reason someone listening does not know what that is, what, what is that? Okay. Um, harm reduction is, let's think of it this way. You guys, uh, I think I've talked about uh, my past heroin addiction already. So let's, let's kind of look at it in terms of that. So a lot of, there's places called methadone clinics and suboxone clinics where people go and they get counseling and they can also get a medication that prevents withdrawals and even gives them just like a quarter of that feeling that they would get on heroin. Not the same feeling, but just a little bit of it, like a little flutter of it um, when they take their meds, you know, and that lasts for 24 hours. So they don't go into withdrawal and then come off the heroin without fucking themselves up because coming off of heroin really fucks your head up. It fucks your body up, everything. It permanently damages you. 
So when you're separately coming off it, just kind of going on to a different medication that's legal, that you're not fucking your veins up the take, you're not, you know, you only have to take it once a day instead of eight times a day, you know, it's, there's a lot to that. <clears throat> and uh, that's harm reduction. Because mm-hmm. you're still kind of replacing one for another, you know what I mean? But you're doing less heroin. You might get your kids back. Your life's getting better. Some people stay on methadone the rest of their lives because they just don't think they could, you know, be completely clean without that crutch. And it's, why I should say completely clean, because it is clean. I've been clean for four years on methadone and I'm just fine. I'm Mm -hmm. on the same, I've been on the same dose forever. I don't even have to go to therapy appointments anymore or anything because I've been such a good patient in the clinic for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm just on maintenance now. So what I think of when it comes to child porn and child sex abuse material, um, snuff porn, you know, all that very violent stuff, all that very, very illegal pornography when it's Mm -hmm. real, you know? Mm -hmm. People have some fucked up fantasies in their head. And some fucked up thoughts and some fucked up desires. We all have at least one or two that are a little fucked up. We all do. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've been through shit. You definitely do. Like, it's it's there. Trust me. If you don't think it's there, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> you've been through something fucked up. It's Something's there. Something. Mm-hmm. Something's there. And it, it comes out sexually a lot. Our trauma will. Um, I've noticed that. People who go through trauma, their trauma will manifest in a sexual manner. Yeah. You know, like I got heavily physically abused and I like to be physically abused in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I like to pretend like I'm getting raped. Yeah. Um, and it's better that I do that as a role play and a fantasy than actually going out and helping someone rape somebody and really watching someone get raped and enjoying it. Right. right. Are really going out and really taunting guys to rape me. You know, like there's... Mm-hmm. I could be doing so much worse than just having some fun in my fantasy world. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing when it comes to maps or pedophiles. And remember, there's a difference between a sex offender or a pedophile. Mm -hmm. There are non-offending pedophiles. There's lots of them, actually. There's lots of non-offending pedophiles and hepophiles and ephebophiles. Um... I don't think I've ever met a man that has looked at a 16 year old girl, not knowing she was 16, but you know, just saw one walking down the street and go, Oh fuck. She's hot. It's just, I mean, they were marrying kids off at 12, you know, a hundred years ago, not even a hundred years ago. So it's one of those things that is kind of like in our blood. And so is violence. Violence is in human nature too. Mm -hmm. Very much. So just look at human history. So what I'm thinking is, we really need a safe outlet for all this shit, don't we? <laughs> it's not really okay yeah. to go beat the shit out of somebody while you're fucking them if they don't want it. Or right. raping somebody. Or, you know, uh, abusing a child. Or all of that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're turned on by it anyways. so what do you do? What do you really do at that point? Well, you could be completely absent and never give in to your, you know, thoughts 
okay. But then you get pent up, don't you? Mm -hmm. Get irritated. Maybe you start yelling at people. You just get really pent up, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what I think is instead of letting yourself get all pent up and just having a hard time and having a very much a lack of quality of life until the point you do actually end up doing something for real to somebody real, you know? Why not get this out? Mm -hmm. So you can think of taboo content like methadone. That's pervert methadone. <laughs> right. You're getting off with a woman that is over the age of 18. That's having a fun role play fantasy with you, whether it's over the phone, it's over cam, whether you're watching a video of hers, whether you're listening to a nasty audio and you could sit there in your fantasy world. You could stroke your cock, rub your clit, and enjoy yourself. Or even, I even know couples that have sex while they watch and listen to my videos or audios. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I've been told that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and it's better to have Mac do the raping on camera with me and be like a fantasy outlet for people when, you know, I want this and... It's a good outlet for me too. That's the thing. It's a good mm -hmm. outlet for me too. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm not that into age play, I'm very much into the fact of having a safe, healthy outlet. So mm -hmm. when I'm ever, I'm telling the guy a story and I'm saying she's four years old or whatever. I sit there and I just think, well, in my head, she's more like 14, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still enjoying the exact same fantasy with him. Mm -hmm. It's just, I just change it up in my head a little and that's it. Right. right. I cart, cart, part and mentalize like what you were saying in your uh, first podcast episode. I'm very good at separating the two and you mm -hmm. need people like that to create this content to provide harm reduction. But you don't just need the content and creators are willing to make it because a lot of creators are only willing to make it for the almighty dollar. You mm -hmm. need creators that are willing to make it for harm prevention and harm reduction purposes as well. Mm -hmm. Not just the almighty dollar or not just because they enjoy it. You need ones that are willing to do it for kind of all those reasons and yeah. are willing to see the bigger picture and see that there's something important in this. You need to have yeah. mental health available so people can get support so they don't feel like a monster. You know, that aftercare is very important. Mm -hmm. need to make sure that maybe if they do need more help that you can point them in that direction. Like that's a big reason why I partner with Prestatia because they have a big resources page where you can find map friendly counselors and therapists in your area, or we can help you find that, you know, um, <clears throat> there's, you know, I'm also on their discord too. I admin there, you know, I'm on their staff, I'm on Prestatia staff, um, because their mission is very much the same providing, you know, their, their thing is pretty much fighting child sex abuse with actual evidence-based techniques like mm -hmm. harm reduction porn, fantasy yeah. outlets, um, fighting to keep, you know, lolly drawings legal, you know, because it's just a drawing, guys. It's not mm -hmm. real. Fighting to keep uh, ta our kind of taboo content legal, fighting to you know, um, make it more accessible for those that need it, you know, right. 
nobody can just stop doing heroin one day and just be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it with this either. This is something that affects those same reward centers. You need to treat it more like an addiction and create healthy outlets for it. Mm-hmm. That's what home addiction is, essentially. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty frustrating, right? Because, you know, if if I have a, let's just take a mommy son video that I want to put out. And I just happened to mention that in the fantasy, in the fantasy video, because it's just me, that the boy is six years old, you know, and that is just so, oh my God, I feel like people just don't get it. It's like, obviously I'm not, I'm not promoting that a mom touch her child. What I'm promoting is a fantasy. And is anyone getting hurt here? Like this isn't, it's in your disclaimer that you've worded Katie, like you're, this is not to be used as like encouragement or instruction. It's just an adult fantasy. And it's just super frustrating because I feel like it's a misunderstanding. Oh yeah. You know, like, oh, these girls are trying to promote, you know, child abuse. No, it's actually quite the opposite, my friend. (laughs) Quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it truly is. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you what, it took me a long time to get that fantasy. That, 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 I mean, not the fantasy, but get the um, disclaimer worded quite right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's already great. It's great. Um, Oh, it took a while. That was like, that's probably like the fiftieth draft of like my disclaimer, <laughs> and it's finally perfect. Like I finally am able to use the same one every time now, and it's perfect yeah. now because it has all of that in there in a very easy to read, simple like yes. one and a half paragraph format. Not even, not even a whole paragraph actually. Mm-hmm. Like very much just like it's all there. No condoning, no encouraging. We're not asking, and we're also. I want to get this straight too because people confuse this a lot too with my harm reduction mission. I am not asking for more acceptance of pedophiles, okay? <laughs> I am asking for less stigma on the healthy outlets they mm-hmm. can use. And I also mm-hmm. had a map not too long ago say this. Well, we aren't just some ticking time bombs. Yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of you that aren't just ticking time bombs. But yes, in a way you are. Because if you're not able, if you are getting isolated and you are getting you know abused and and humiliated and and fucked up just because you had a fucked up thought once or twice and then you have no outlet for it. you have no access to an outlet you have no support no peer support no family support no fucking nothing yeah you might just get upset enough and pent up enough one day and then you know your object of affection is right there in front of you what are you gonna do mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. Especially knowing you can't hop online and go, you know, listen to one of Katie's audios or watch a video of hers later. Um, you only have one solution in that scenario. And well, the solution yeah. is putting yourself in prison and giving that child a life of misery because mm-hmm. they will never get over that trauma. It'll be a scar that weighs heavy on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So 
I'm curious too, what was the moment, um, or maybe it wasn't a moment, but you know, the time when you realized I, I need, I want to make this harm reduction mission because it truly is threaded through everything you do right now. So what, what started that? What was the moment where you said, I need this? Okay. It, it, it happened in stages. All right. The first stage is I was doing phone sex at this batch company. I started realizing I get a lot of calls for age play and I realized something else. Well, who the fuck else could be talked to about this? Mm-hmm. So I started asking that question. Isn't there a therapist for this? Isn't there the guys who go, no, and tell me what would happen in therapy when they tried to go for it. And they would tell me what happened. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Folks. Mm, yeah. And I started realizing more and more how bad it really was out there for people who have thoughts and feelings like that. Yeah. I also realized another thing. <clears throat> All these places that promote, oh, we need to focus on the victims. Well, guess what? <laughs> Half the time, the victim is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were that victim. Mm-hmm. They did get victimized as a child. And now they're stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or they got exposed early or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it took me realizing that more and more and more. And then I already kind of had my disclaimer. And I already had a little bit of a mission state. Whenever guys would ask me why I did this, I would tell them this was why. Mm-hmm. This is why I like doing this content. Why I want to keep doing it. Um, and I would, I would literally tell them because I, th- I think it helps prevent harm. Mm-hmm. And I started kind of talking about it at the end of my fan only videos a couple times, but then I went on my hiatus, so I didn't go much farther into it than that. Mm-hmm. And then when I came off my hiatus, I was like, I'm going full bore. I'm going to come up with a mission statement. I'm going to do a video on it right away. And I'm going to make this as public as possible. I want everyone to know how helpful this content really can be and why. Mm. And why we need to make it more accessible. Why we need to stop blocking these creators from making this up. That want to do this. We need to commend them, not punish them. I love that. Yeah. The voice is needed for sure. I'm so thankful. This is why we need to unite. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. So you, before we kind of started recording here, you said that you like to um, do activism on body positivity. Yeah, I do. And what does that mean to you? Well, the fact that there's like no normal small dick porn, it's all like mm-hmm. humiliation. Mm-hmm. That a big guy with a small dick like Mac can be an amateur porn star. <laughs> yeah. I have a normal body, but I I can still be attractive with it. Absolutely. We're normal looking women. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. A normal looking guy can get on camera and talk dirty and pretend to rape his wife 
and be dominant as hell. I mean, Mac exudes big dick energy. <laughs> on he is so good. And the yeah. fact that he can do that on camera and even take some of the shitty small dick comments we get sometimes. That's body positivity. A guy, yeah. another guy who has an average cock can go look on there and be like, hey, look at this fucking dude. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. He looks like me. <laughs> he looks like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or a girl go on there. Oh, she, she looks like me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, my pussy's a little darker like that, too. I don't feel so bad now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's what I mean by promoting body positivity. Yeah. I love that. You know, what, what I like about you, Katie, is you have your beliefs and your opinions and you, you let them be known, but not, not in a, you know, in your face way. It's just like, I want to talk about something and I'm going to talk about something and whoever wants to hear it is going to hear it. And I love that. I love that about you. Yeah. I don't force my beliefs on anybody. No. Yeah. You know, I just, I just want to help people, man. I really just want to help people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got, I was going to college to be a counselor for fuck's sake. Yeah. I yeah. originally wanted to be a biochemist actually and try to like create the cure for cancer. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, like I've always had big ambitions trying to help as many people as I possibly can. Yeah. And uh, I saw an opportunity in this when I started doing the phone sex because I was already helping people as an escort too. Okay. I had, I would be one of the few escorts that would give discounts to disabled customers. Oh, love that katie that's awesome i offered like yeah. 30 to 50 dollars off for disabled yeah. customers i would offer a 15 minute deal for disabled customers for like 80 bucks you know i would offer mm -hmm. um i would even offer to stay after and if like 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 i said maybe the guy is in the wheelchair and i saw that he had a few dishes in the sink i would do them before i left how sweet are you? I was one of the few escorts that would still see truck drivers and most escorts wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I would still drive over to the truck stop and see a truck driver mm -hmm. and I would be kind to him. Yeah. That's, um, I love that. See, this is why I love you right there. Heart of gold, just heart of gold. I love it. My nickname was Sweet Chastity because of my sweet personality is what guys yeah. would say. So they called me Sweet Chastity in all my reviews. <laughs> it became That's a thing too. And it's not like something I did on purpose. Cute. Trust me. That's cute. Um, you know, and what I really like too about you, and I know I've told you this, is, you know, when I was doing – sex work before pervert paradise um it i was missing something of course i enjoyed doing what i was doing it was very fulfilling making men happy but you know even i knew at that time i knew i felt like i was like some therapist sometimes you know and uh -huh. gladly i actually like that part of it because i'm like you i like Me to too. help you know and um you know almost like a healer in a way. And yeah, you've, it, you've definitely helped me round out my work as a sex worker by having that mental health aspect of it, you know, and the purpose behind it. 
means a lot. Um, yeah. It's so important. It, it really is. It really is. Now, let's get into some fun questions. That pe- I, I'm wondering if people know this about you, Katie. What is it that turns you on? Personally, Katie Sterling, oh. what turns you on? <laughs> yeah, I love rape. Like, seriously, it's like a huge, huge fetish. Of mine. I love rape fantasy. Mm. I want to be taken in the middle of the night by a mm. dude I don't know, and I want him just to stick it in me while I'm walking down the road. Like, I just did a video on this mm-hmm. called What Every Woman Wants, Katie's Confession. And it literally, like, that, that video was very very accurate and what really turns me on personally. And <clears throat> that video has actually been really popular on X hamster. Amazingly enough. X hamster. It's picking, it's been picking up mm-hmm. speed. It's in like my most popular solo video so far. Like it got like 25,000 views in less than a week. And I was like, Hey, this, uh, this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the trailer for it got retweeted like crazy on Twitter. So nice, nice. But, um, yeah, that's my thing, guys. Rape <laughs> is my thing. It is my fucking thing. I also <laughs> love giving head. There's something very uh, meticulous about. I'm very meticulous about giving head. I have these little tricks that I use, and I can literally give full on detailed lessons on how to give a good blowjob. I was known for it as an escort on giving the best blowjobs. Not only was I known for being a sweet girl and having a heart of gold, <laughs> I was known for giving the best head. Hell yes. Guys would never <laughs> make it to full service. They paid for full service, but they never made it to it. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. So what is it about being raped that is so hot? Because I share that with you. I share the same thing. Um, specifically, and I know you're into this too, being gang raped. Ugh. Yeah. What is it? Cause I still can't figure it out. <laughs> I can't either. I think it's just like relinquishing that control, but it's not even yeah. just that there's more to it. Um, yeah. I think women have been raped for like so many centuries that they're just like, yeah, okay. Rape me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think that's, I really think that's part of it. Um, and it's not just i'm also into helping someone else rape someone like being an accomplice rapist Uh, okay yeah 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 yeah. that's all yeah that's i love that like luring like that's a big thing i love to lure and then rape with (laughs) another person that's why i'm so good at doing accomplice stuff because it is something i enjoy like I said, not really the age play aspect, but I'm I'm cool with it. Like I'm totally cool with it. Like if I just gotta say the age is lower than what's actually in my head, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> if that helps, if that helps you, I'm fucking so yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I'm still getting off too because I just enjoy I enjoy being raped. I enjoy doing the rape. I enjoy helping someone do the rape. I, I just I just like rape. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like girl. i'm right there with you yeah 
I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I love gang rapes too. Oh my God. Just so many cocks. And like mm. One girl yeah. and she's like trying to get away, but she can't because there's so many of these strong yes. men around just holding her down and getting every fucking hole. Yes. And I love it. I love it. Oh yeah. God, do I love it. <laughs> it's super hot. Yeah. It's super hot. I think it's like being taken. I think that's like a innate thing that us women have. <clears throat> Is being taken and dominated. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Now, and then I wanted to talk about accomplice too, because, you know, that really it for So for me, with the accomplice is I love being, even if it's fantasy, even if I'm just talking through audio, I don't ever see this man. I don't know what he looks like, but I know. That if I'm an accomplice of him doing, you know, some raping, and right there telling him what to do, the idea of him turning into this animalistic, like, you know, just out of his fucking mind raping, it turns me on so much. Oh yeah, and you know that you made them do that. Yes, yes, because you drove them so crazy. Yes, and there's something about that control and that attention. And then you don't have to feel guilty because you're not the one actually raping her either. So it's just <laughs> right. like, it's yeah. really, it's a fucked up fantasy. I love it though. I love that fantasy. I also really like, I've been lately, especially since I've started doing this work, I've gotten a lot more into snuff than I ever thought I actually was. And same. it's because it goes with that rape fetish. Same, 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 same. I remember the first time that I said, She's gonna die on your cock. I was so I was like, I'm turned on by this. I'm so turned on by that. And why I don't know I why. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna suffocate her with my fucking pussy. She's gonna scream into my cunt and I'm gonna suffocate her with it. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking dark. Did I really just go there? Right. I improv so much of my stuff. This was not planned. I just went there and I was mm-hmm. like, Okay, well, I better commit to it because I'm already there and I'm recording. So I committed to it. And I was like, damn, that's really where my mind just went. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Am I being corrupted <laughs> by this fucking job? Yeah, I definitely am. But I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I think I need it. I think I need yeah. to masturbate real quick. <laughs> like, it was really bad. I was like, I think I just need to think about that just a little bit more thoroughly. And I had like a <sighs> mental conundrum going on with that uh-huh. one. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. There, yeah. Hmm. Snuff. Mm. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about this? What's your favorite porn to get off to and watch? Like for pleasure. Game bang. Mm, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. An extreme insertion. Extreme insertion. Oh, like what? Oh yeah, like uh like like double fisting or whatever. Mm. You know, just mm-hmm. something about it stretching that way. Yeah. Like, I know mine can't do it, so I'm, like, living vicariously. Mm. There's some, There's a woman on many vids. And like, I, I know I would, I would never do a gangbang, but I'm also living vicariously through her. I'm like, I wonder how it feels to have all that cock in me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> there's a woman on. All that cock in me. It's always a force thing. I'm yeah. always doing like the extreme insertion stuff too. It's like if they're tied up and the guy is like doing it to them. That's a big one for me. So mm. like being forced to stretch that way. Mm-hmm. It's always force. Always. I love it. Anyways, go ahead. 
(laughs) (laughs) There's a woman on mini vids that I wish I would have saved her profile. I never bought any videos, but I would. She was, I don't, she had some superhuman vag. Like it looked totally beautiful, but she would put the craziest, thickest. Oh my God. I was like, how is she doing? And she was so stick skinny. I'm like, what is what the what is I going wonder, on here? I wonder if you're talking about the same girl I know. She's been around a long time too, who I'm talking about. And she's super skinny. She's blonde. Mm-hmm. She wears like a mask. No. Like a little masquerade mask. No, not the same one. No. Dude. If you ever see this girl, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Mm. Um she wears like a black masquerade mask. She's like blonde. And she her pussy is beautiful. And she's she's skinny, very skinny, very, very small but can just like stretch this thing out. Like it's definitely stretching out more than just giving birth, man. Like that yeah. shit. It's like, how do you do it? Yeah. I don't, there's something you come every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, now what about, do you have a, besides rape? So, and it can be rape. That can be your answer. If you want, do you have a favorite kink? Or maybe one that you're curious about for your own personal. I'll answer, I'll answer both those questions um, okay. separately, though. So, yeah, my favorite kink. Yeah, it's, it's rape, guys. It really is. All right. <laughs> Anything with force. And especially if there's like a gangbang are being forced to like stretch. Hmm. I'm all for it. I love that fantasy. I'm all for it. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it over, over and over and over and over again <laughs> whenever you want. Um, that is huge, huge for me. And it, I didn't realize how many women shared that fantasy until I started talking about it. Mm, yeah. Both these fantasies, I've noticed. If it's a really kinky woman or a sex worker, they share these fantasies for some weird reason. Interesting. Well, almost every one of them I talk to are like, oh my God, I know rape. Like they are just. <laughs> Please all of me. <laughs> every single one of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. Can't stop talking about it. And that's why when I did that video with every woman secretly wants Katie's confession. Mm-hmm. And that's why I put it off as that every woman secretly wants to be raped. Mm. I said, this is, this is a real confession. Every woman I've ever talked to. You mentioned the word rape and fantasy, and they're like, yeah, no, I, I have thought about it. Like, they all have, honey. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, there's a reason why I did a public video on that, and I did a public mm-hmm. one on it, too, because I was like, well, I'm not talking about h play. I'm just talking about rape. So I think this will actually make it through moderation most places. It still didn't make it through moderation on Pornhub somehow. I'm like, Ugh. I'm just talking about rape. <laughs> I, even talk- I don't know age play in this at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no incest even. Like they one time flagged a video because they said it was flagged because we don't allow incestual relations. I'm like, what with myself? <laughs> I literally I mean, valid broke point. them back with that response. I'm like, you mean with myself? Yeah. Yeah. Valid point. And they, I was like, I don't understand how I could have an incestual relationship with myself. Or even my viewer. And they're like, oh, well, I mean, you just need to say step in it, you know? 
I'm like, so if I re-upload it, put step in the towel, will you be okay? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I was like, oh this my is God. fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the second one? Was there a second one? I'm curious about. Oh, the curious about, yes. I can't wait to hear this. Being with a trans lady. Yes. Love it. Exploring that one a lot. And I've been looking at a lot of chicks with dicks. Yeah. There's something really erotic about it. I really Mm -hmm. want to fuck a chick with a dick. Mm. Actually, I want to get fucked by a chick with a dick. But yeah, I want to, (laughs) I want to fuck a chick with a dick. Yes. Yes. It's funny. I, um, I've worked with like sissies when I was doing like mostly femme dom stuff and a lot of sissies, of course, like trans girls. And we would be looking like on Reddit, um, trans gone wild. And I myself get stuck just looking and looking and looking and looking. It's fucking fascinating because it's such a mind fuck. Some of them. Cause they're so, Oh, cause they're feminine. so beautiful. Yes. And you're like, how? Yes. But but then, because I like the ones with the big cocks, of course. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, me too. I'm like, God. how how is this even possible? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I love that, Katie. That was the last time I question. masturbated was to one of those gorgeous ones, mm. really mm-hmm. gorgeous, and that was like a month or so ago. Because I don't masturbate very often, mm-hmm. you know, like myself for for myself, yeah. purely for myself, you know, alone. Not on the phone, anything like that. I don't do that often. I really yeah. do that. I really have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that time I did, and it was like middle of the night. You know, husband and baby were sleeping. I'm like, oh, okay. I think I'm gonna look this up. I think I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> That's what I did. That's what I did. That night. I love I it. I love it. Well, I really hope you find your perfect tea girl. Me too. Uh, to join you. Uh, don't one worry, day. guys. I will. I will film it. <laughs> She'll have to be okay with me filming it. Yes. I'll make that a requirement. There's. I'm sure they're out there. If, that, you're, if you're one and you're listening to this, get a hold of me. I love it. I love it, Katie. Now, what about if the if the tea girl raped you? Oh, oh that would be oh that God. would that video would sell so well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I not put only that would I my... enjoy myself, I'd make money too. And and that that's that's what I really am, guys. <laughs> whore. <laughs> A dirty, filthy whore. That will do anything. <laughs> well, damn, she said anything. I love it. Just about. So that that actually it's not many. (laughs) That actually brings us to the last bit of questions here. Was you know, slut I I, I'm trying to find out a word for it, but I definitely want to ask the girls that I talk to, or even guys, it works for guys too. Slut to slut. Are you a slut? And Katie had I'm a whore. Yeah, there you go. You're a whore. Why? 
because not only do I love doing it, I love getting paid for it too. And if I could kill two birds with one stone, I'm going to. That's hot. That's hot. I obviously love the word slut, but whore, I, I love it too. Because it's just slightly, and especially in a, in a certain situation, slightly a bit more degrading, which is hot. You know, it is, yeah. it is. And like, and I really, I really encompass the word whore mm. because like, not only do I love sex, I love rape and I'm very kinky and I have a lot of different kinks. Um, I also really love money and I really love helping people too. So mm-hmm. this is why this job's perfect for me at this point. Cause I have my activism with it. So like I can literally satisfy all three of those parts i can Mm. satisfy the sex and the attention i can satisfy them wanting to help people and i can still live off of it too there you go it's literally killing all the birds one stone okay i'm killing like four birds one stone right now oh and i could still be a stay-at-home parent with my husband and child and i could still enjoy myself my husband enjoys the job too and he don't have to work now because we do this yeah. It's guys, this is so perfect for me. This is why you'll never see me go anywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm not gonna be one of those ones that that, that quit, you know. It's just not happening. Yeah, she's too much of a whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's literally why I call myself a whore because it's like I love love sex, but I love getting something out of it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I love that you just who are so not ashamed to say that. I love that. I want to get something out of fucking sex. I love it. Except yeah. when you're being raped. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> but I would still appreciate if you paid me to rape me. <laughs> like throw me a tip at the end. An orgasm can't be the only payment. Oh shit, Katie! I love you. I love <laughs> orgasms, but I, I a girl's got to eat, man. <laughs> I mean, she said, "I got just to eat." Okay, <laughs> she said, "Pay me after you rape me." <laughs> just throw, just throw like a, just throw like a twenty on the ground. That'll be good enough. But like, you know, I just want something. Like, it doesn't have to be much. You could also pay me with work. I'm good with that too. Like I've literally, I have a guy who I give lifetime free VIP to. I give it to my mods and my admins too. And it's because they work for me. Mm-hmm. I also will take donations from people who can afford a little extra or tips. And then I will give somebody free VIP or free service for that. Mm-hmm. And see guys, I'm not just getting money out of this. So I'm also getting the satisfaction of helping people. And that's a huge thing for me. That's a big payment for me for doing what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting paid somehow, though. Just remember that. That's why I'm saying I'm a whore. I'm still getting paid <laughs> somehow. I'm getting paid in one way or another. I'm either getting paid of it with like personal, like gratification, personal satisfaction. Um, I'm either getting paid for it from hard work from the guy. I'm either getting paid for it from or with monetary gain. Uh, there's always something I'm gaining out of it, okay? <laughs> and that just makes it even better. <sighs> Sex, when you're not gaining anything out of it, even like a V 
feel good feeling afterwards. Maybe he makes you a cup of coffee, you know, like that's just not worth it. (laughs) If I'm not even getting, if I'm not getting an orgasm and like a good conversation afterwards, that's not worth it for me. I want that (laughs) conversation too. I don't just want the orgasm. I, I love have to it. be mentally stimulated, okay? I have to be. I love it. I love it. That's why I can't fuck gorgeous guys because they don't do that. They they just think, oh, I'm just going to poke you with it and yeah. I'm all good. No, it's not <laughs> all good. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> Katie wants to do about with you afterwards. <laughs> yes, I want to have a cup of coffee and have like a long, drawn out, philosophical conversation about where humanity is going to be in 2000 years okay that's what i want <laughs> How about- why do you think i used to fuck nerds okay why do you think i why do you think i've taken literally 35 nerd virginities i'm not even kidding i've counted oh, girls and boys i love it i love it now and just listen if you're gonna rape katie <clears throat> just stick around stuff a 20 up her cunt And then just have at least maybe a five-minute conversation. Just that. (laughs) Then you can leave. (laughs) Yeah, like, tell me why you want to read me. (laughs) And then, yeah, and give me the $20 bill. And then, and then, um, and then maybe take me to Starbucks and have a conversation with me. And we'll we'll be good. We'll be good. Just do that afterwards, okay? Even if you got to, like, throw me in the truck and, like, force me to go to Starbucks with you. You probably won't have to do that. Yeah, you probably won't have to. I'll probably just go. (laughs) (laughs) But but that would be a fun role play. You can you could role play that. Oh, I don't want to go to Starbucks. (laughs) Get in the (laughs) truck. That would be so hard to role play. (laughs) I love Starbucks. I get a mocha cookie crumble every time I go, and I go to this very specific Starbucks in a safe way. Um, in Seaside, and Mm -hmm. um, and I go there. Every two weeks when I get my methadone doses and I just do it because I'm just like, whatever, you know? (laughs) Oh, one last question before we go. This is actually a question I get from a lot of people. And, um, and I think you have another question for me too, because I remember seeing another one on that list. I don't think you've asked me yet, but one question I get from a lot of people is Katie, aren't you scared? Someone's going to dox you. (laughs) Aren't you scared? Someone's going to find you. Aren't you scared someone's going to see what your real name is? No. Why, you may ask. (laughs) Why? Yeah, I should be scared, right? Well, the thing is, I already have PTSD from a crazy motherfucker that kidnapped me. And I always look over my shoulder thinking he's going to find me and kill me. So I already have that fear. Anyways, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not like I could really be more scared than I already am of what happened to me already. Yeah. And like I said, this is my career, man. I don't care if my friends and family find out what I do. They already know what the hell. I've already told them what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've even told some of my friends, hey, look me up. I'm Katie Sterling. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm so proud. I got like 5 million views here. You seriously can look at it. Yeah, that's great, man. That's great, Sarah. That's great. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. So, I mean, and of course, I'm not going to be like, yeah, here, here's my address. Come kill me. You know, but saying what state I live in or even saying my first, you know, the, the my first name, 
doesn't really bother me because like I said, this is my career. I'm, you know, this is my legit career and I'm doing a lot of activism too. And sooner or later, my name's going to get out there whether I like it or not. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with the Proskitio stuff where I actually have to use my real name on their stuff because, you know, they don't want like the whole porn name. Right. I, I, trust me, I, I get I get why they want my <laughs> yeah, but um, but that doesn't bother me, guys, because I truly want to help. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm going to be all secretive about who I am. I know what question you were talking about. The and that's a good one to end on. How do you balance your sex work with your own life, your own personal life? There was another one too, where like, how has uh, things changed for me since I started doing this to now? Mm, yes, the listener questions. Those are the end. Yes. Yeah, the listener questions. So, mm-hmm. oh, you still have questions for me, huh? Are we going to the listener questions now? Is that what's going on? Not yet. Oh, not My yet. My last question was, how do you balance the sex work with the real life work? Ah. Well, not real life work, but. You know, your your real life. Yeah, because I don't have real life work. This is my real life work, guys. It really is. Like, <laughs> I really don't have another job. I don't. This is my job. That's why sometimes I'll even put a post to the server and be like, hey, I'm broke right now. Can anyone spare, like, a coin for their local whore? Here's a sale. Because I'm not going to, like, ask for money for nothing, you know? Or someone sends a donation for, like, a specific thing. Like, hey, this is for equipment for the creators here. I will send that to the creators ask beatrix actually beatrix can you tell them that i will do that yeah she does she's I do. told me multiple times if you ever need anything like you tell me and i yeah you tell me and i'll fucking ask the server or i'll do something i'll get it we'll get it for you don't worry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i've also sent money to girls for food like lilith you know that um yeah. also done a lot of done a lot of things for other creators um and so how I balance my personal life with my work life, because, you know, it's just a work-life balance. Everybody has to have one of those. Mm-hmm. And um, they actually aren't that separate from me. So, like, yeah, my fantasies are very separate from who I really am. You know, of course, you know, I'm not really going to do any of that stuff or very much, you know, I'm not really encouraging anybody to do any of that stuff. Uh, but when it comes to my work life and my uh, in my personal life, the biggest thing I've had the hardest time with is making sure I put enough time aside for my family because I work so much, guys. I am constantly online. I know you're like, well, God, if you're working so much, why don't we see a lot of content from you? Well, it's because I do a lot more than content, guys. <laughs> <laughs> do a lot more than just make content. I'm doing a lot like running a server that big is so much work. Mm-hmm. You are talking to creators and people and admins and mods day in and day out, especially a server that big with that many other popular creators in it. Yeah. That's when it really becomes challenging because you're helping these girls, maybe who don't know how to use Discord, you're helping them learn about it. You're on the call with them for like four hours trying to teach them to compress a video. You're compressing for them. You're editing for them. You're doing so many things. I don't find enough time for uh, my family sometimes. I really don't. And it's something that I have to work on. I heard Miss Beatrix in her last podcast say, 
I have to stop myself from working. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I never related so much with Mm -hmm. the sex workers because I love what I do so much. And it's because of that work sometimes. And it's because of the meaning that comes with it. It would still feel like work if we were doing normal sex work because we're doing harm reduction sex work. Mm -hmm. It truly Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like work anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference. I don't know what it is. As soon as I started doing harm prevention, harm reduction with it, doing activism too, and you know, talking to all these places in the background and making these connections and doing all this stuff and doing research all the time and talking with other researchers, because I do, I talk with other researchers that research this stuff. And um, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like I'm doing something that's good for the world and I need to do it as much as possible. I need to be in the server as much as possible. I need to be online <laughs> as much. I cannot miss anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, we have, if you're not in perfect paradise, we have these group therapy uh, sessions. I never know what to call it after I say group therapy. But uh, they're three times a week, and I seriously have FOMO if I miss them. And, of course, I'm not getting paid for this. But, oh no, not at all. Not yeah. even, not even a little bit, guys. No, no mod. No, nobody gets paid for what they do in that server. Yeah. They all do it for absolutely nothing. And it's specifically supported. I can't help it. Like it's just, I, I don't want to miss it. And uh, that's like one night. Um, somebody had complained about, you know, you can't get a female to talk to you unless you're paying them. And that, that was a night I was in group therapy for like three hours. It had just set me off. It set me <gasps> off. I remember that. Yeah. It set us all off. We all went in there and started bitching at him. Yeah. Like he was literally yeah. trying to say in this area, you can't get anyone to talk to you. You can't get a female to talk to you unless you're paying them for it. And it's like, that is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. I talked to guys for free on the phone all the fucking time. Well, I'm sorry. You can't get someone to role play with you for free. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. do a lot of free content, man. And we really try. And sometimes I will role play with somebody for free for a few minutes. I can't do it for long because I really am busy. Mm-hmm. But I try. And yeah. that really hurt my feelings when I saw that. Yeah, me too. It, that me was too. the one and only time I've ever seen that too. And I remember the exact comment you're talking about and exactly mm-hmm. who it was from because it hurt so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I ended up messaging him too. And he was like, I'm just having a really bad day. And I was like, don't take that out on us. please." Yeah. Yeah. We really work hard. (laughs) Yes. So let's wrap this up, Miss Katie, with these few questions from listeners. And I love this one because he started with this. I have been a huge fan of Katie since I first saw her taboo vids on X videos a while back and then recently found on pissed site. And Oh my God. Wow. You two are incredibly amazing. One minute you're catering to so many of my taboo secret fantasies from my need to be a little boy and my perv taboo age play fantasies as well. So on a scale of one to 10, where were you when you first started doing age play audio and where are you now? Scale one to ten? On a scale of one to ten. What would that be one to ten? What do you mean like <laughs> from then to where I am now? Like how happy am I with where it? Where were you? Ten, how... Where were you? 
maybe let's take it like this. Uh, yeah, because I'm not quite sure what he means by that. You um, either. Okay, cool. I've, now yeah, I don't no, no, you're not the only one. <laughs> I just, I, there's like one missing word I feel like we need. Um, like, I wonder if he means like limits, maybe. Oh, with my limits. Um, yeah, my limits have definitely changed. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went from not even doing age play at all under eight to doing almost any age now except for infants. I yeah. went from uh, not doing any kind of bestiality to at least being able to do like half animal, half human. I will mm -hmm. do that. I just, I, I still can't do any like pets or anything though. I just can't. Yeah. This, I can't. I just, I just. <laughs> can't like I it just, I can't even talk about it I, I tried <laughs> can't do it I just don't ask me I just I can't do it I'm sorry like I want to do it for some of my zoophilia fucking guys I really want to for you guys like I love you guys but I can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know I would say like I feel like that even if you're not a sex worker, you're just a kinky person. Like if you're, if your limits aren't being like tested and like, you're not like pushing yourself, I'm not saying like go over limits purposely, but like that shows like signs of growth in my, in my opinion, you know, if you're oh, able yeah, to when you're like just pushing it every now and yeah. then, just trying to see, okay, can I handle this now? I wasn't able yeah. to before. Can I handle it now? Um, yeah. And I've actually even tried with the image of a couple of times. I just couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't, and I tried again a while back, and I just couldn't. You know, mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe one day I'll be able to do it in fantasy without it being a big thing. Yeah, but right now I just can't. Yeah, I just can't right now. Mine was I started um, with the bestiality. I was like, oh, no, and then I used to say anything below school age, and then I tested those, and I was cool. I was like, okay, and now I don't have any. So it was, it was like a personal thing. Like personally, not into those two things, but I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, I'm not personally that much in the age or whatever, but fuck, I'll talk about it all goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see how the next one. How has it affected your overall arousal? Oh, I think this is the one to 10, Katie. I think this is it. How has it affected your overall arousal when you do these audios from when you first started to today? Maybe that's where the scale comes in. Maybe that's where this scale yes. comes in. Yeah. So overall arousal from start till now. Age play audios. On age play? Mm-hmm. Definitely much more aroused by it than I was in the beginning. I wasn't really aroused by it at all in the beginning. Now I'm a lot more aroused by it because I just imagine any age I want. Mm. Um, and the type of age play I'm the most aroused by. So I would say it went from like a three to like a seven, you know, because the age play I'm probably most aroused by these days is the kind where I'm age playing. Oh, interesting. Where yeah. I'm regressing to like, yeah. and I like to be at that middle school age. That's my favorite age to do age play regress to. And not even like regress to a little bit, but it was my favorite one to like do a narration role play of that I like to do in my audios. Yeah. That's why that after school, especially if it's based on something I actually did. 
like the mm. after school special and um, after school surprise. Both of those yeah. are based on things I did. Mm. And, um, and then I have another video that was based on something I actually did too, where I told the story and I just masturbated to the yeah. story. But um, that was also based on something I had done as a teen. So mm -hmm. those are my favorite. Like that is the one time where I could say I truly am very into age play is when it comes to those. Mm. Yeah. When it comes to that. That's where I'm very much into age play and I can really truly understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, because I literally regress back to that age and I go, oh, yeah, I remember how fucking nasty I was at that age. <laughs> I was such a bad teenager. I was so terrible, though. <laughs> That when I think back to that age and I just think of like, oh, God, I could have like really fucked with these older guys back then. Oh, man, I wish uh, I would have met more. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I think about that all the time. And it's yeah. terrible. It's like I said, I was terrible. But yes, that is that is a very big one for me um, yeah. in a lot of ways. And there you go. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard for me to like give it a scale rating, but like I said, I started probably more at like a two or a three. Now I'm more like at a seven when it comes to age play. Yeah, yeah, age play audios. Seven, eight, you know? It, mine's going to have to be like, it's, a, it's dependent on the storyline, like the plot. Uh-huh, me too. Yeah, um, because some of them I'm like at a 10 where there's some where I may be at a six, you know, it just depends if I'm into the plot. The, yeah. Yeah. Like if it's rape, man. Yeah. <laughs> probably got like a 10 yeah. out of our asses. Right. Or an accomplice. Yeah. We're there. We're, oh, yeah, there. we're, we're all there. We're so <laughs> there. We're so there guys. Like we're so there. <laughs> um, okay. And then final question from one of the listeners. When did you realize that you're into some really fucked up shit? And how did you deal with that? <laughs> I was I 14, that. 13, 14. Oh, wow. I really started to realize it. Um, wow. And then I really fully realized it by like 15. And that's yeah. when I finally asked my mom, mom, I asked this, is it normal to want to be choked? Oh, shit. <laughs> and she looked at me and went, um, are you being safe about it? Well, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, you know, it's really dangerous, right? I was like, <laughs> yeah, is it normal to be like turned on by that though? And I also asked my mom, is it normal to watch gang rape porn? <laughs> like I, I, I like, I like blurted it all out to her one day. Oh, wow. And she just kind of looked at me and was like, well, you know, um, tweet your zone. <laughs> and said, I don't think it's as that normal. I mean, you know, everybody's into something and as long as you're being safe about it, it's okay. Yeah. You know, and she said, I reminded one of her old roommates that was like a mistress because of the shit I was into. I was like, well, I probably would have loved to have fun with your old roommate. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine would have to be, I guess it would be um, high school when um, I was like, I was dating this guy and, and consensually I had 
fucked all his friends. Like uh, everyone was into it. Like I was like kind of like passing around, I guess you could say a train. I did that <laughs> and, a lot. And I was like, I remember afterwards, you know, you kind of feel like the shame, you know, and you're like, sort of. And I was like, God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know, like this isn't normal because I couldn't talk to anybody. I felt like you I can't couldn't talk. talk to anyone about yeah. it. I couldn't tell my friends. They would have been like, oh, my God, you're such a whore. Like, they would have judged me. Um, So, yeah. So then I think that would be the time where I realized the the first moment, for sure. I was like, okay, this is not normal. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was like my that was my realization, too. Like, like, there's something wrong with me, man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) Right. 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 Um. So I kept thinking, what the hell is wrong with me, dude? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with me? You know, why am I into this shit? <laughs> right. I'll tell you one that really surprised me. It was my first, the first time that I did a mommy son video. Okay. It was uh, super implied. And I was shocked. <laughs> I that. shocked. He goes, because you're a freak. <laughs> like, you're going to get into me too, you know. I shocked myself when I realized how turned on I was after the video. I was like, what is going on here? Like, what? Because, you know, I, of course, I looked at the, the plot Same and I knew what I was doing. Happened to me with the mommy some stuff. I, yeah. I was never into it. And then I, I just did it because someone asked me to one day for a mm-hmm. custom. Yeah, and that's what like, this was. Hey, yeah. hey, I think I like this. Yeah. This is really fun. Mm-hmm. And I got really into it. And I started doing it a lot more often. Yeah. Videos. Like free public videos too. Just just doing it. Just just for fun. <laughs> I tell you what I love about Mommy Son is like you get to be all sweet. It's you know, you get yeah. the loving side, but then the you're in charge side. Like, yeah, I was like, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't know this was a thing. Okay. (laughs) Because we're both moms too. Mm -hmm. That it's like extra uh, fun for us is what I'm thinking, you know? Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. I don't know, but all right. We will end on that. Katie, it has been a true pleasure. (laughs) True pleasure. Always a pleasure talking to you. Oh yeah, we talk like crazy love. <laughs> I know. And I actually learned some things today. So there you go. Oh, and before we go, by the way, guys, I will also be having a podcast too soon called yeah. Safely Taboo. I already did like the first episode of it that I recorded myself about my harm reduction mission because I just wanted like a base for like when I finally do do it. I wanted some kind of base for it. And uh it won't be the same. But we will be holding it on Beatrix's server, the slut next door, and Safely Taboo are going to be kind of one and the same in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We're going to collaborate a lot. We're great friends, and we're always going to be great friends. Mm-hmm. And if you want our VIP, or you would like to see us collaborate in an audio together, you can either order one, request one. And get access both for our VIPs and discord.gg forward slash pervert paradise. You'll find us there.
Love it. I love that um, that voice you get when you you like promote. I love it, Katie. It's so. Do I get a different voice when I promote? You do. It's so clear. <laughs> it's so clear, and it's real close to the mic. <laughs> I love it. I love. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, you got to learn good. how to promote. And you got to be good at promoting in this business, or you're not. Gonna you are. You are. Also, um, Katie has a like a huge Twitter following. So if you're not following her on Twitter, what is it, Katie? Oh, I think it's uh, at. Oh, let me see, guys. I am terrible remembering exactly <laughs> what my Twitter username is. I'm fucking is it taboo awful Katie? at it. Taboo Katie. I think yeah, at Taboo Katie. That's exactly what it is. At Taboo Katie. And trust me, you'll know when you find me because they're gonna have a big background splash and they'll say, Join us. Her paradise. <laughs> and then a little naughty teacher picture of me with my little glasses I put on one day. I put these glasses on one day when I was doing I'll tell you guys a little secret real quick before we go. Mm-hmm. I put these glasses on one day while I was doing a photo shoot because I was already wearing like this little dress, little black dress. And I was like, I wonder if this will make me look like a cute little teacher. And I put the glasses on. I'm like, oh my God, these pictures look so good. Yeah. So I did the rest of my set in those fucking glasses. <laughs> Hell yes. Dudes love it. You know what set I'm talking about too. I like, do. I do. Do they love it? Have you heard them talk about it? Well, I'm saying guys love chicks and glasses. And especially if you're oh, looking like um, like a teacher or like a secretary. It's oh a hot God, look. Yeah, they do love it. It is a hot look. And I've had so many compliments on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Probably going to do another one with the glasses on. Just, you just must. Yeah, you must. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Thank you again, Katie. I really appreciate your time. I know it's very valuable. Sure. Sorry for talking your ear off. <laughs> no. Everybody else is listening to this. I wanted you to talk. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to episode three. If you enjoyed this show, tune in next week where I talk with someone new, a fellow Kingster, a male, a male BBC Bull, who wants to talk all about the art of seduction, having a big black cock, and you know I got lots of questions for him. (laughs) So don't forget also um, tune in to our Discord server, discord.gg slash slutnextdoor, and see you guys next time. Bye.